Podcast. Podcast. Are we saying podcast? Welcome back. Welcome back to Fanboys and a Filthy Casual. Back at you once again. This is Dennis. And this is Harold. Notice how I, I was professional. I took out the usual thing because I haven't been here lately. So <laughs> it's it's how clever I am. Did you just call uh, Lewis the usual thing? Yeah. The no, I, I'm. The, I haven't been okay. See, this is this is off to a rocky start. So um, today, ladies and gentlemen, usually I would tell you what we are talking about today, but Harold and I decided, you know what, we're going to be lazy. We're just going to shoot the breeze, and we're going to see. Um, exactly what Harold and I actually talk about on a not that we spend in a, a time with each other on Zoom, but you know what comes to mind comes to mind, and hopefully we don't get canceled on this podcast today. So, um, H, one of the things that I want to talk to you about is this. Um, I think I mentioned this to you, but I really am getting old, man, and so I think that's going to be my theme. Uh, my theme is I'm getting old. Um. I, I kid you not. Um, I have been wanting to play video games. I know that sounds really childish. I've been wanting to play video games. I've downloaded a bunch of stuff on Game Pass and everything. And I, wow, it sounds bad. I can't last more than five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you did preface it by saying you're getting old. So, yeah, so at, um, at this point, five minutes is a you know, it's yeah, a milestone, it's, bro. It's pretty commendable. I I would give <laughs> myself a pat on the back if that's the case. But yeah. I, I like um, you know, uh, as you know, and, and by the way, you, you did you buy a Spider Man two already? Uh, we can talk about that in just a second. Okay, there you go. So I I, I was trying to prepare myself for Spider Man two. I was thinking to myself, you know what? Um, before I play Spider Man two, I'm gonna replay. The old Spider-Man, loved that game. You know, I spent a lot of time, spent five minutes. I was like, you know what? I- I'm done. <laughs> uh, um, uh, There was a, you know, I, I was watching, uh, I-, I found on Game Pass, there was a game. Um, It was like a, a mixture of like, um, of like, uh, like uh, samurai and gunplay. I was like, bro, this is, this is like a great combination for me. You know, free samurai guns. Five minutes, done. Done. It, it, it and it's not like I was like kind of. It's not like it was, I thought it was boring. I, 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 it was like, okay, what else can I do now? <laughs> and I'm, I'm getting worried that uh, my my time, my my uh, my video game time is done. Um, and I'm kind of like too uh, gun, like I'm too gun shy now to like buy any uh any any new video games just in case I buy like you know Spider Man two and I'm like. Know what? I'm done. <laughs> I'll be honest. I'm kind of with you. I I don't know why I just cracked like that. Um, uh, but for a second, I pre I pre-ordered Spider-Man Two because I knew I always knew that one of the big reasons I bought a PS5 in the first place was to play Spider-Man Two because I loved the original Spider-Man and I played it so many times. And then the same thing with even Miles Morales. I, you know, that was the first game I bought when I got my PS5. And I was like, okay, I still love the, um, I love the storylines here and I love the gameplay. It, it's a very um, Arkham game. You know, that's the, that's, those are the games that I love where you can do like, you know, 75 hit combos on random civilians or quote unquote uh, bad guys. And then, you know, use their powers and, you know, kind of feel like you're part of the, 
the universe for a second. And the game came out last Friday. And I was like, okay, as soon as I get home, I'm going to play. And I was playing that stupid watermelon game. And I was like, um, maybe after a couple of, you know, high scores of the watermelon game, which is on the Switch, it's a stupid game, but I'm, I was addicted to it for a second. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll get a couple of high scores and then I'll play Spider-Man. And I felt super lazy. And then I forced myself to start. And then that, I think, was the mistake. Was um, I shouldn't have never started. Because once I started the game, I could not stop playing the game. And oh, good. yeah, it, it's it's not even a nostalgia thing. I'll, I'll be honest, then the storyline is so damn good, dude. Like the opening boss fight really gets you prepped and hyped for the rest of the game. And then it slows down and you're like, oh, I don't get like the, the great thing about the original Spider-Man game was having boss fights like literally every hour or somewhat that's what it yeah, seemed like i remember and, that. It, it was it seemed and that was part of like the the appeal to it yeah and then with this one it's like okay you start off with a bang with a giant boss fight and then it slows down and you're just beating up random you know thugs for a, a long time and it's the usual side mission kind of deal uh powering up the spider-man which is the coolest thing to you by the way is you know getting the switch off between both Peter and Miles, like depending on what missions you need to do or uh, what powers you like really like using. And I was like, okay, okay. You know, uh, you, yeah, where's the boss fights? But the storyline was moving, progressing so well that I was like, I don't really care for the boss fights at the moment. And then there was, um, you know, my least favorite part of all the Spider-Man games um, is the God. stealth missions. Is another... Is there another MJ stealth there, mission? Yes, there's several MJ stealth missions. <laughs> um, and Has it improved at least? Yes. It, it, you don't literally like turn a corner and all of a sudden that, you know, exclamation point comes up and you're automatically dead. Yeah. They give okay. you they give you somewhat of a chance to get out of situations like that. Oh, God. So, I mean, it's got that going for it. But still, when you're like literally punching dudes for three hours straight and all of a sudden it's like, oh, I got to creep around these boxes to make sure nobody can see me. I'm like, dude, where's Spider-Man? Spider-Man can just come in and also that was kind of half the fun in the original one was doing those giant, uh, you know, warehouses full of bad guys and you're like, sometimes I want to do it stealth and then sometimes you're just like, screw the stealth. I'm just going to go in, you know, guns blazing and start punching everybody in the face and that that's like, you know, the whole fun of the game is getting just punched the crap out of like tons of people and stuff and then the storyline kicks in and then you're like oh i have not realized i'm like 16 hours in and <laughs> and you know you've played the bot you played a couple of bosses and then and just not to spoil anything i will say this my biggest regret from the first run through and i'll pop i'll do it again once the new game plus comes out is Damn it, you already finished a hundred percent Literally. Oh, is that I, the way you the way you showed me? Yeah, that's or the not thing. Not me, is, but you showed me. Okay, got it. Everybody is like, uh, I did every side mission. I completed every task. I beat every boss. Yeah, hundred percent fulfilled. Okay, how long is this damn game? It's not that long. You know, it's like twenty something, maybe like 15, 20 hours, something like that. Okay. But I was like really thorough, and I wanted to get everything. Yeah. And my like my real regret is powering through the storyline, where. 
if I could do it all again, I would take my time and do the side missions because you a you power up more and then b the payoff is so much better when you do the you know actual storyline closer to when you're gonna finish the game because mm. afterwards it's always like one of those things where it's like okay I beat the game so everything that's happening after the fact doesn't affect the game or the storyline anymore yeah or it's it, it's kind of irrelevant to what you're going for but like there was i've watched several youtube videos trying to tell me where some things are because they're kind of like riddler trophies where you have no idea where the hell you're supposed to be looking yeah um there is a bunch of there's a lot of replay value but at the moment the fact that last night was when i did the 100 percent achievement thing yeah i can still go around punching people in the city and fighting other things but you know, for the most part, the game is done for me. And uh, a week in, which is about like how long it took me to beat the original Spider-Man. And even when I did the replay of Spider-Man earlier this year, just to hype up for this one, I was like, man, the freaking boss battles in Spider-Man 1 were some of the best boss battles in any video game ever besides probably Arkham City. And I, I was like, that's why I was really disappointed with Miles Morales because there was a lack of boss battles and the bosses that they did have were really crappy. So I was like, okay, they need to step it up for this one. And the difficulty that some of these bosses that they put at was some of the most ridiculous things ever. And if I didn't have four PlayStation controllers, I wouldn't have thrown the first one because (laughs) my God, like, and it was one of those things where I was like, man, maybe I should just put the difficulty down and make it easier for me. But I was like, I played the game and I'm not even on the hardest difficulty on the second hardest. And I was like, I'm not playing easy. I want to, you know, feel accomplished. And, you know, you'd see the boss energy level so close and like maybe like one more combo and then I don't know or something will hit you. And I was like, I, I cannot do this. But for what it was and for what I was expecting... I had so much fun and it's really tough because at least for me, this year has been so good for video games. It's going to be tough to pick which one my favorite is, but right now Spider-Man two is in the lead. So aside from the fact that um, maybe the first one had better um, bosses, um, do you, would you say that this was an improvement over the first one? It's hard to say. Because the first one is so damn good that anything even close to it is is an accomplishment already. Mm-hmm. Like if it, but it's slightly better in terms of the monotony of the original one, where you're just with Peter the whole time, and then it's like, oh, you get to do all these storylines where you're stuck with Peter, so it's like every reaction is going to be the same. The fact that you have Miles in there. And that Miles has his own separate storylines for different things is pretty cool. Albeit, this is not really a spoiler, and you're going to learn this anyways. By the way, the, I love the fact they use the word albeit. Yes, I'm sorry. We're trying to be professionals here, man. No. <laughs> but like, um, it's so funny because Miles as a playable character is one of the most OP things I've ever seen in any video game ever. And then you get to Miles' storylines compared to Peter's, and you're like, you feel bad for him the whole time. Because Peter gets... I mean, this it's Spider-Man 2, so obviously Peter has to be the main character, and the story has to revolve around him. 
but you kind of wish they integrated Miles just a little bit more. And then, because he feels like, as of now, he feels more a side character yeah. than he does a partner. So, yeah. Also, there's a lot of payoffs. Did you ever play the DLC for the original Spider-Man? I'm trying well, to remember. Um, like the Silver Sable storyline. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. With like Yuri and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It kind of pays off in Spider-Man 2. Oh, okay. so it's it's there's a lot of con- like there's a lot of continuity. There's things you're only gonna get and understand and have fun with if you played the original Spider-Man series. Um, even um, not so much the like Miles game, but I mean just uh Spider-Man one itself. When you see a lot of the things, you're just like, oh, I remember that, and it's pretty damn cool. And um, I just you just gotta. Ad- I mean, I just have to admit, it's so much fun to play. I mean. If I could, and and they say DLC is coming in the very near future and a new game plus is coming soon, I'm going to hop back into it because it's just enjoyable. And if anything, I will take, you know, a couple months off and then replay it again on the, I, I was even thinking of just doing it this weekend, like putting it at the hardest difficulty, but the storyline is still so fresh in my head that it's not going to be as impactful. So right. I'm going to give myself some time and then replay it at a higher difficulty. Well, um, sounds like it's something that um, might be in my alley. Who knows? Maybe I will uh, try to venture and uh, and 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 try it. And if not, if I buy it and I don't, I'll just I guess I'll just give Lewis my PS Five and and the game, and uh, that'll be it. You know? I think the, this is the this is the thing that I've also learned as well, and is as you know, playing video games nowadays is not like playing video games when we were kids. Where you can just pick up a game, play it, and then stop whenever, or if you want to play for a long time, and then nothing—the stakes don't change if you don't if you stop, you know, thirty minutes in. Whereas opposed to nowadays, to really get into a game or to really have um, the best experience with a video game, you have to have you have to set time off, dude. Like. Every game that I played earlier this year, if I didn't have the extra time that I had, there's no way that I ever would have finished as many games as I finished this year. And even with this one, it's like, okay, there's all these events coming around. But if I just, you know, you know, slowly chip away by playing like an hour or two, like half an hour before things and everything, I'm like, you know, maybe I'll get things done. But, you know, my life is a, a lot different, not a lot different, but it's different from yours in that the time that you have as your free time is time you're supposed to be spending with your family supposedly and you know if you take away that free time then you know it, it makes playing video games like this less fun so i mean supposedly we're not supposed to be in a locked up in a room talking to another person over zoom so that uh, we can podcast everybody right that is true <laughs> no, just, I, let's I take up a whole time that we should be playing games and stuff. i, I kind of agree with you like um you know, and you and I, you and I talked about it. I, I, I picked up a copy of, of, um, of, uh, of Star Wars. Uh, see, I don't even remember the damn name. Jedi of, Survivor. Yeah, Jedi Survivor, and that was something that you and I talked about. I love the original one. I played it. Um, played the hell out of it. Um, and I've been looking forward to it. And so maybe that's the thing. Is you're right. Maybe it's not that I'm. Uh, maybe it's not. Maybe maybe it's still being part of the getting bored thing. But um, I, you know, I played um, uh, um, the 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 Star Wars one, um, and I played it. I enjoyed it. And um, but then 
you know, life took over. Um, I I didn't pick it up for like uh, a couple weeks, and I picked it up, picked it back up uh, just recently. And I I think I told you, I swear I had no idea what to do. Yeah, I was like, okay, I know, I know that I'm supposed to get rid of this black ooze thing, but I have no idea how, how to, to do it. it? <laughs> like the, I was like, I remember there was a. There was a a, a a a puzzle that I I, I did that uh, that it, that showed me how to clear it, and I'm like, okay, this is not no no not this button, not this button, not this button. So after like 15 minutes, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna watch Brooklyn Nine Nine now. I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna do something else. You you know what's funny is literally today while I, I was on my break doing what I usually do, which is play Marvel Snap, um, my cousin texted me. And said that there's new DLC for Remnant 2 coming out uh, in about a week and a half from now. So next weekend is when the new DLC is coming out. Oh, God. Since I, you know, that other game that I bought and, and I barely played. played for like five minutes and exactly. figured it out. Yes. I'm sorry. As, as soon as there's crossplay, I got you, bro. <laughs> I should have told you I was buying it for PS. But like he to- he told me he's like, yeah, I'm gonna he's gonna start or he's been playing on the hardest difficulty, and I was like. Since that game, since we beat that game, how many ever months ago, two or three months ago, I played so many different games. I'm not going to remember how to play it. I hope my muscle memory kicks in and I'm able to do, you know, some kind of damage. But I'm, I'm, I think there needs to be some sort of setting for a lot of video games. That's like, what's a re-tutorial? Like, I haven't played this game in a few months. Teach me how to play this game again. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, I, I think so. Like, or, or somewhere in the somewhere in the controls it, it tells you like the different like you know like uh just different like oh these are the things that you've learned already because i i, I kid you not i I picked up jedi fallen Order the other day and i was like i i think i need to restart the game again but i'm like i don't want to restart the the game the damn game again so i'm so i'm sitting there going okay um maybe i'll I'll buy super mario brothers wonder i don't know at least Did you buy super mario's wonder not yet. I, I've been meaning to, um, but um, I, I've been watching some of the uh, the the gameplay, and I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> I think it's the same way, like why I gave up on Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. is that I would play it so on and off that I would forget what I was doing, mm-hmm. and I would think I'm playing another game. So the mechanics of that game were always going to be lost on me. And it's like, do I really have to restart this thing all over again with a damn stick as my weapon? And yeah. I'm like, I, I don't remember. And every time I open my my Switch case, the game is staring at me in the face. And, and I'm like, <laughs> it's I don't mocking know. It's you that you haven't been able to do 100% complete on it. Yeah. And, you know, everything else where I'm like, Okay, I'll, I can get back into it. The fact that I didn't play enough hours originally means I'm not going to have the muscle memory for it. So it's like when I replayed Final Fantasy a couple of weeks ago, I was like, man, I haven't played this game in a few months. I forgot what to do. And then, you know, things kick in. It's like, okay, I kind of remember how to do stuff in here. Same thing a little bit for Remnant. And then even taking, dude, even taking like two days off from playing Spider-Man, I was like, I... How come I wasn't able to accomplish or, you know, complete that particular combo when a couple of days ago that was like not a 
not a problem for me. And then, but the same thing with like the original Spider-Man, when I played it, you know, just a few months ago after not having played it for years, you know, once you start playing it, it's like, okay, it kicks in and then you're having a good time with it. And then you remember how good the storyline was. And it's kind of the same thing with Spider-Man too. I mean, it's way not canon. It's not, if people, or, or if anybody goes into this game thinking, that's not the way it's supposed to go down in the comics, or that's not what, you know, I was led to believe what the original origins are. I'm not going to have a good time with this. You just have to know that this is specifically for the Spider-Man universe, for the Sony games, and then, you know, just lose yourself in it. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of universes, um, it's it's funny that we've been talking about all these, like, different, like, video games and everything. You know, I've, I've been seeing you play... Um, I've been seeing you do a lot of stuff on like, um, like, tw- uh, like Twitter and everything, uh, Instagram. But um, it's it's interesting that four episodes in, I don't think you, Lou, and I have even mentioned the fact that Loki is already halfway done um, for the series. Have you even started watching the show? Of course, you have. This weekend. <laughs> You did, or you will be. I I did, oh, uh, and even then, it was one of those things where it's been so long since Loki season one happened that I couldn't remember a damn thing. And having that little, you know, uh, recap in the beginning of the thing, I was like, okay, you know, it makes a lot of a, a lot easier to get really back into the series, and then. You know, I, I as of this recording, the we are on episode four just finished, and episode five is coming out this weekend, hopefully. And I'm really looking forward to it. And I didn't think starting this this season that I would be so engrossed in this, but I kind of am. So you? is it worth the watch? Have you have you started it? No, that's the thing. Okay, that's it, the thing. Okay. It, it, the thing is for me like um like like you said what you said was exactly it is like um uh, I I remember watching and I remember the the cliffhanger where you know all of a sudden uh you know Loki nobody uh, Morbius Mobius or Mobius doesn't know who Loki is and everything and I'm like oh my god uh, and then um we have Quantumania coming up and we see Kang you know, and I'm like, oh my god, this is it! This is gonna be the huge payoff. And then everything that happened with Jonathan Majors happened, and then all of a sudden it's like, you know, um, you know, they they um they decided to um they you know and the MCU decided to kind of because because of the writer strike and all those things things uh, they started to they they what was it they were like halfway done with Daredevil and they decided to change course yeah um you know and so it seems like all of a sudden the mcu is in this like turbulent waters um and i honestly were trying to figure out is this something worth watching because what we knew or at least what we expected um was that um kang was going to play a huge role in this uh this uh, loki season two that he was going to be big bad he was going to 
be the one that was going to, and this was going to be the series that was going to lead us to Kang Dynasty. But then, you know, just recently, just over the uh, over the weekend, we've started hearing rumors that, you know, they were they're unsure what's going to happen with Kang moving forward. That they uh, at a certain point was thinking of dropping the whole thing and putting Doctor Doom instead as the big bad for the. Uh, for for the MCU, so I just felt at least at you know um the way I was saying it, it was like, is it even worth my time watching this series if it's just going to be course corrected? There's like all of these like um headlines talking about oh this you know this this cliffhanger um and, and episode four um just uh, reboot, rebooted the MCU and everything, so I'm like. Okay, is it something worth watching? So, um, I and I guess that's why I I wanted to ask your opinion about it. Here's what I've kind of gathering, literally in the past few days, watching the series and seeing what's unfolding in real life, is that honestly watching this show, and this is gonna hurt and probably not make you want to watch it at all, is like watching The Flash. Oh, crap. Okay. No, 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 no. But in terms of it was supposed to be the game changer, the one that rebooted everything, the one that restarted everything. But real world events have kicked in and made it impossible for them to finish the storyline that they had intended. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a few months ago, they were like, okay, the Jonathan Major story is not true or you're looking at it or people are uh, are misinformed about it and you know um we 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 should be able to move on with him and then you know over the weekend where it's like well it's actually worse than what we originally heard so i mean and then having a show re- uh, you know revolving around the future villain that's supposed to take care of the two biggest movies that are left in this series so far and then having to see what's unfolding with him in the show, it's like it makes it very difficult for you to futurely or to put any kind of, like you said, future investment into the show, knowing that, you know, what if we're all we're watching this all for naught? Like when you watch The Flash, it's like, okay, that was that was whatever it was, but was everything that they just showed me literally for nothing because no, none of this has any future stake. And with this show the big mistake was going to be, you know, putting all that time and investment into an actual, into an actor, not just, you know, revolved around a character. And here's the dumb thing, not even dumb, but they could really just pivot from this is Kang is supposed to be able to be, you know, have a million different variants. And, but why, for some reason, all the variants look like Jonathan Majors, <laughs> you know, whereas in Loki's one variant that, or, you know, every variant that we've seen of Loki so far, besides a couple of regular Tom Hiddleston's have been, you know, completely different characters. Yeah. He so, was a freaking crocodile at one point. Yeah. And, it, and, and currently he's a woman, you know, and an attractive one. So it's like, I mean, where, why can't they just do that? Like, I think that's probably where they're going to end up doing with this show is, you know, towards the very end, they're going to be like, okay, that guy that you've been seeing throughout literally all as, you know, the big bad in Quantumania and as 
the final boss here in Loki, that was just a variant of a guy that's not going to be as successful. That's the reason this version lost to Ant-Man. You know, there's a better version out there and it's going to be this guy who is not as problematic or if he ends up being problematic, you know, it wasn't him. It was another guy. It's, it's tough to gauge like where this show is going to go. And it's really hard to get fully invested in it when you know that when they have and literally it's four episodes in and three of the episodes are like Jonathan Major's time you know and you would figure it'd be more than that or at least half of the episodes are just episodes that revolve around that guy wow so So, uh, what are the chances that Ki Hui Kwan is the the new variant of uh, Jonathan Major dude that would be so dope (laughs) <laughs> and that's actually one of the uh, conspiracy theories going around is that his character lends itself so much to being, you know, more than what he's supposed to be and everything. And it's like, okay, this is, this is where we're going to go with this. It's like, we're going to make data from the Goonies <laughs> the next big bet. And he, he, you'd figure literally watching the first episode that with his character, you're like, oh, we're going to see him very sparingly. And this dude has more screen time than Jonathan Majors and Owen Wilson. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> you're like, oh, okay, we're going with this. And, yeah, and here's yeah. the, the other thing that I will say is big step up for Eugene Cordero, who is literally one of the most minor characters in season one. And I will add him to my list of my favorite character actors because the guy's been in every TV show ever. And having him, you know, show up in the first episode and it's like, hey, I remember his name's Casey in the show. It's like, oh, I remember Casey is the guy that would, you know, just be sitting at his desk and Loki would come around and bother him. And then now it's like, he almost has a semi-major part in the show. So it's like you're rooting for him. There's scenes with Kihui Kwan and Eugene Cardero. So you're just like, dude, there's Asian, well... <laughs> Technically, Kiwan's, you know, um, Malaysian, so he's not Asian American, but he's he's lived in America long enough that we can consider him one of ours. And Eugene Cordero, Malaysian American, yes. <laughs> and Eugene Cordero is obviously like Filipino American, so it's like you're watching like in a Marvel show, you're watching two, and you know, it was just Filipino American History Month, you know, having those two guys as centerpieces of the centerpiece show for the Marvel universe is pretty cool to see. So it's, it's interesting, you know, like people are talking about, uh, Oh, you know, uh, this might, this might happen. This might happen. Um, Considering that the, um, yes, the writer's uh, strike did already end, but even if you can rewrite anything, it's not like they can get anybody to reshoot anything at any, like beforehand. So I've, does it seem like there's been any edits that you can see or does mm. it seem like the the final product is the final product? I have no idea yet because as of now, things seem to be going according to plan mm-hmm. the way they have it. But like you said, season four did change a lot. Or episode four did change a lot about not just the series, but the characters in general because it is a very unexpected ending. That's why I'm really looking forward to episode five. And... Yeah, dude, there's there's potential. 
but it can't be like remember when in the Simpsons when everybody started hating Poochie and then Poochie got taken out by just a couple of animation cells moving forward and saying he was sent into space never yeah. to be seen again yeah I mean we do have the technology to do something similar to that with Jonathan Majors I don't think they're going to do it because it's going to look very obvious, but there are ways around it. I just don't know if they figured it out yet. So let's go AI for oh, once. God. AI might save something. I mean, having to see the secret invasion, which was a big wasted, you know, potential over there. And then going into this, it's like you would figure you'd be more hyped for the Loki stuff because of how bland secret invasion was like, you know, kind of going back to the Avengers universe a little more than secret invasion did. And then people, I I don't know if the hype or, you know, people reminding the marketing wasn't good enough to be like, Hey, remember Loki from like three years ago? It's back. Can you watch it again, please? You know, a little reminder of what was happening beforehand and why this show is important to the MCU would have been nice, but unfortunately they didn't do it. And that's why we're at where we're at, you know, in terms of it's cool. It's but like the fact that you're dodging it. A lot of people I know are not just are not talking about it like they were talking about the original Loki. It seems that they need to do some backpedaling to refix this thing. So gotcha. Well, it's it's unfortunate, and who knows? Maybe since I'm not playing video games anyway, I might as well like, uh, uh, might as well watch something new. But I'm still in season five, uh, season five of uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Still have a couple of uh, seasons. Yeah, three more seasons to go. Yeah. I'm 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 kidding you not. Um, I I can't believe I I I forget how irritating. Uh, what's the name was, dude? Like, Agent Pimento. Like, I, I really thought Pimento was hilarious before, and now I'm like, every time there's a Pimento episode, I'm like, oh, I thought this was funny. <laughs> okay. It's, it's you know, like, retro watching is always fun. Because I'm, I'm the same way, dude. When I watched, when I rewatched How I Met Your Mother, I love, you know, watching it the first couple of times, and then now the more and more I watch it back, I hate the main character. And it's like, it's hard to do that when the show literally revolves around that guy. <laughs> so, I mean, I get it. And it's at least it's easier with you because Pimento only shows up for, you know, about a dozen or less episodes. But imagine if they had made, you know, Terry as annoying as that. So, uh, yeah, thank, thank God. So, so far, I've, I've actually enjoyed, like I told you, like it's refreshing that I've enjoyed pretty much every single character. Um, I, I, but just somehow there was a mental block or something, um, for Pimento, but so far everything else, um, I, I, I forgot how much I enjoyed the chemistry between, uh, him and Doug Judy, uh, you know, um, you know, like just them just riffing off each other uh, the whole time. Like, and I'm trying to remember now in, was there a Doug Judy? Like, it seemed like the last season, they kind of wrapped things up for everybody. Was there a wrap up for Doug Judy? Doug Judy's last, the last episode I remember from Doug Judy is on the cruise. I could be wrong. Was it the cruise? Or his bachelor party? No. 
It's either his bachelor party or the cruise. It's because I remember the I, I I think I watched the 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 one I the the most recent Doug Judy one was um his uh his brother like um his like um adopted brother. Oh okay. Uh, Doug Judy's adopted brother. So um so far I've enjoyed all the episodes of Doug Judy. Um so we'll see. Um but I it's um um like like I said maybe it's time for me to watch something new. Who knows. Well, you know, now that we're talking about retro TV shows and retro watching, we might as well do the, uh, you know, at least mention the passing of, you know, one of the greatest sitcom stars in our history, at least. And that would be Bobby Matthew Knight. Perry. Yes, yes, Bobby Knight. I can't believe, by the way. Also, the reason I most am familiar with Bobby Knight recently is he was a poster for Ron Swanson in Parks and Rec. <laughs> he, he just... And Ron Swanson used to dress like Bobby Knight. <laughs> but, you know, Matthew Perry passing away over the weekend. Um, and as much as we've always been, as a group here, we've been kind of ambivalent towards Friends as a show. Uh, where... Excuse me. Louis Sayo? Okay. Well, he's only in it because his wife loves it. Okay. But, uh, and I've been a fan of it. But, uh, you know, the more... Uh, time passes it's hard to not hard to rewatch the show but it's hard to have as much fun as you did initially watching the show mm-hmm. but his character was always the one thing i could count on because he's kind of like us like in terms of you know the sarcasm and never being serious about things until things were actually serious and that's why you know everybody always says they can relate to one of the friends and i've always been able to relate to chandler bing so it sucks that he's gone, but you know, it's, I, it, it's weird. It's one of those like, it's one of the like. Um, there's always been deaths of 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 people that I knew, um, in terms of like pop culture and everything, where there was always like a reaction. There was always like a oh my god, that's so sad. To oh, you know, I guess I didn't really like him that much. Um, he was actually in the middle. Like I'm trying to figure out. How come, like, like you know, usually I'm ambivalent towards uh, people that I don't necessarily remember or I don't didn't really have any connection to. Um, I I hate to say this to people, but Prince when he died, everybody was like so devastated. I was like, oh, okay, you know, like um, for those people who are listening, I'm not a huge music fan, you know, like um, um, there's uh, I have certain genres and. Uh, Prince did not fit my wheelhouse, and so when... because he wasn't part of All for One. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so when he passed away, I remember you talking about it. I remember, uh, you know, Lewis. I uh, I remember a bunch of, of my friends talking about it. I was like, oh man, and it's it's funny. Like same thing with with uh, with with him. He passed away. And but this time around, I, I was like, oh man, you know, I don't necessarily, no, no, um, I wasn't a huge Friends fan, so I, I wouldn't say that I, um, I, you know, that I connected with him too much. But it, it, it's kind of sad to see, like, and I think most, for the most part, it's, um, reading what reading what's what happened to him after Friends was was the one that was the kind of the tragic part for me. You know, like um, some at least who knows, maybe um, the clickbaits that I've been reading on him, maybe it's not true or not. But, you know, the fact that one of the things that, that got to me was that he was talking about how, you know, for somebody who is 
at least in the show was like um you know like um, was into like women you know um uh, ended up with monica and everything um you know he was a heartthrob at a certain point and they were talking about how at the end of his life he thought that, like he was kind of avoiding a lot of women because he thought women were like after his money uh and, and everything so it was like it, 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 i think that was that was more the reason why i'm not ambivalent it's more like yeah, sadness, not necessarily for him. Considering that, yeah, don't worry, he was a millionaire. Yeah, he's he lived off it really, really well. You know, it's still kind of it's kind of sad to hear somebody pass uh, the way he did. So, yeah, yeah, and and also because he was actually like kind of a good, for the most part, like an all around good guy. And knowing that he had just had demons that he had to battle, mm -hmm. and that's always the thing. Like, I've literally been. In the past maybe 10 or so years, I would Google why does Matthew Perry sound so much different now than he did when he was playing Friends. He has a completely, not completely different voice, but it, there's like noticeable speech patterns that are different. And it's like the fact that he was a drug addict for so long. And even you could tell in the show, you know, when he would fluctuate weight, you could tell what days or what, you know, episodes he was having like a, a heavy drug binge on and what, what he wasn't. And because of i think people you know link the character of chandler to matthew perry so deeply that they were always gonna love matthew perry no matter what he did and it's gonna i think it's gonna be that way for a lot of the, the cast of friends and probably a lot of the shows that we love you know no matter what they David do Schwimmer. well he's you know <laughs> he, he he got pivot and that's pretty much the the you know highlight of his career there but I was like rewatching bloopers of when he was doing that scene and Matthew Perry's just cracking up. And it's like, you know, dude, you know, he wasn't. They were never going to make him the main character of Friends. They, I know as much as possible, they were trying to say that all six of the friends were on even keel. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the stars were, uh, were always going to be not always going to be, but it was going to be Monica and Rachel. And then everybody else is kind of like, you know, however their relationship revolves around those guys. But the fact that, you know, Matthew Perry was able to hold his own on that show and be pretty much the most quotable character on that show. Like if you ask people to quote friends, they quote usually, you know, could it be, could I be something? It's always going to be something Chandler-ish. And, you know, it, it's you know, unfortunate what happened to the guy, but the legacy that he left and... Uh, the the joy that he brought to so many people playing that character, playing the other characters he played in other things, uh, it's gonna have it's gonna live on. So, you know, rest in peace, Matthew Perry. Rest in peace, Matthew Perry. Uh, but I, I I would have to disagree if somebody put a gun uh, to my head and told me that I needed to do one friend's like quote. I think I can only think of one, um, and that's a moot point. That's that. that that, that that always gets to me. Um, so <laughs> also the most the uh, the most underrated character in that show. <laughs> you feel bad for them all the time. Anyways, yeah. I mean, yeah. At a certain point, like I I can't like it's funny how I I say I don't watch, but I watched enough that I I know some like plot points and everything. And I remember, like when the the uh, the, the whole thing was ending, um, people were like, "Oh, I forget why," but I started watching 
And I was like, why why is Joey now with Rachel or like trying to get with Rachel? And it was kind of confusing to me. And, and at that point, I turned off uh, my PS5 and stopped playing Spider-Man. Um, and I said, no, forget about it. I'm watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Makes sense, bro. There you it, go. It's, it's, you know, it is one of those things. And we, I, we, we talked about this, like, you know, a lot is that we find comfort in the things that, you know, brought us joy beginning. And uh, it's nice to watch, rewatch those things because we can still be entertained by it, but we can't be surprised by it anymore. So there's, you know, we kind of fully expect that what's to come. And so many people found joy in rewatching Friends that they literally created a whole streaming service just for that show. And it's, you know, the, the bidding war that Netflix and HBO Max had for that is crazy. And to see how much those guys got paid for that, you know, props to them. Yeah. Props to the creators of that. And thanks for entertaining for so many years. Yeah. Uh, well, I think that's it for us, H. Um, nice talking to you as usual. Um, you know, uh, for those people listening, I, I truly hope you enjoyed this. Um, you know, we decided to take it a little bit casual, see what uh, what came about. And I'm hoping you guys enjoyed what you heard. Um, and if you didn't, well, there's other really good episodes that we've had in the past. You can take a look at the two fanboys one casual dot podbean dot com. Um, you can take a look at uh, take a listen to all those other episodes. Um, and if Lewis was here, he he'd go, hey guys. Um, that's my Lewis impersonation for some reason. But he'd say something about um, take a look at the the two fanboys and the filthy casual on Facebook, yada yada yada, and H. Uh, on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, we are two fanboys, one casual. And you can catch me streaming probably Spider-Man 2 in a few weeks. Uh, Twitch.tv slash casual fanboy gaming. And then anywhere else you find your favorite podcast, we are there as well. Okay, that's it for us today. Again, this is two fanboys and a the casual. This is Dennis. And this is Harold. See you guys later.